1: Today on the show, we're pitting facts against the family jewels as we tackle blue balls. Are they real? Blue balls is this idea that people can get an awful pain in their balls if they get aroused, but don't then ejaculate. And it's been around for a really long time. But a couple of months ago, TikTok kind of blew up when this guy said that blue balls aren't real that it's something that men make up to pressure women to have sex with them. And we, on the show, were like, "Huh? how many people think this, that blue balls is a total scam? And could they be right? So we did a survey of you, our listeners. More than 2,200 responded. And more than half of the people with penises, who we figured should know about blue balls, said that they either didn't think blue balls was real or they weren't sure. On top of that, around 40% of those with vaginas said that they had been pressured to do something sexual because of their partner's so-called fear of blue balls. One listener said that she'd been called a tease. Others said they were made to feel really guilty about not making their partners ejaculate. So what is going on here? Well, once we dove into this, we kind of surprisingly discovered this huge medical mystery. In fact, the case of Blue Balls was so big that to help crack this nut, I asked a fellow truth sleuth to join me today, Sarah Marshall. She's from the podcast You're Wrong About. Hey, Sarah.
0: Hi, Wendy. I'm so happy to be here. Oh,
1: We are so, so happy to have you. Sarah told us that as a kid, a lot of her ideas about sex came from magazines, like Cosmo.
0: By the time I was in high school, I, it was like I knew 1,500 ways to give a blowjob, and I hadn't figured out, you know, how to advocate for my own desire yet. <laughs> it's so true. They were all about blowjobs. They really were. Well,
1: not all. As Sarah remembers it, some of the articles were about blue balls. And thinking back, she figured that it seemed legit.
0: I have to say, I find balls themselves like very mysterious and interesting. And so I feel like it has seemed real enough to me to not put too fine a point on it. You have all this extra spunk that's causing you pain, I guess.
1: But on the other hand, there's all these people with balls saying, nope, this doesn't exist. In fact, even Cosmo recently ran an article called, quote, Blue balls aren't real, you're welcome, end quote. So today on the show, is blue balls an actual medical condition or just something that dicky guys use to pressure people to have sex with them? Um, All right, so we're going to put blue balls to the ultimate test (laughs) Thank you. And I want to start with the teenage exploits of Sam Pierstorff. Sam is now a full-grown adult, but I want you to meet Sam in the 90s. He's 16, living in Riverside, California, and he is horny. The only problem...
2: From my mother's point of view... The idea of kissing girls like dialing Satan with your tongue, right? Like you are just calling, <laughs> you're going straight to hell. <laughs>
1: So Sam uh, and his mom are Muslim, and sex before marriage was a no-go. So instead, Sam did
2: what he could. I was quite the dry humper, I have to say. Just a lot of gene-on-gene friction. Like, you could almost start a fire, <laughs> you know, with, with all of the dry humping. And, uh, <laughs> and that felt pretty good for a 16-year-old boy.
1: So all's going well with the dry humping, but then... Sam met Liz.
2: Oh, Liz. Liz was um, my very first, very serious girlfriend. I was 16. She was 16 and a half. She drove, you know, her own car. She wore this sexy miniskirt.
1: And then one night, Liz and her miniskirt drove Sam to a special place that I like to call Hookup Hill.
2: The moon was full. The stars were aligned. It was... The perfect night. <laughs> we park, and then we just start. You know, I she leans in, I lean in. We're just kissing. We're making out. We're rubbing each other. There was some unbuckling. Uh, There's some some touching. Oh. Uh.
1: So Sam is so up for going all the way. This is the closest he's ever gotten. But then his head starts thinking about his mum and his god.
0: Oh,
2: boy. It's a lot like those scenes in movies where the devil pops up on one shoulder. He's like, get it, get it, get it, get it. And then the angels are like, dude, that's not okay. You should not be doing this. The angels prevented me from following through. But then the next day, it felt like hell. (laughs) I woke up in my uh, Star Wars queen-size bed. I just feel like I ate something. There's a pain in my lower abdomen, but, you know, as I continued throughout the day, that pain got lower and lower.
1: By the afternoon, it was even worse.
2: It felt like an anvil being attached to my scrotum by like safety pins there was a stinging and a heaviness and a weight it is a giant kick in the balls
1: was it so painful you would have gone to the hospital like how painful
2: you know it was that painful but i would never have gone to the hospital because it was my balls and i would have been too shy for that
1: so little 16-year-old Sam has no idea what's going on. Yeah. He asks his mum, and she gives him some hot tea and tummy medicine. <sighs> that doesn't help. But then he thinks maybe his dad, who's from Kentucky, maybe he has the answer.
2: So I call my dad, like, hey, dad, you know, my, you know, my testicles really hurt, man, you know, and he's the one who brought up uh, his son, uh, I got to ask you a question. It's like, yeah. I was like, did you and your girlfriend get hot and heavy? I was like, I did not know how he knew that, right? I really felt like, holy crap, these gods and angels are communicating with my father. And I said, well, yeah, actually. And I felt guilt. <laughs> I said, I, we did. And he said, did you go all the way? And I was surprised by that. And I said, of course not. No. And he said, well, there's your problem. There's your problem. And he said, "If have you ever shaken a soda bottle? I was like, yeah. He's like, well, that's your dick. Your dick is that soda bottle. You done <laughs> shook it up. And you didn't <laughs> pop the top, you know. Pshh. And he's like, you got to take care of that, son. Yes. So he's telling me, like, go jack off, you know. So
1: once you took care mm-hmm, of it,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what
1: happened to the pain?
2: Oh, immediate release. Immediate release. Just... I mean, it really is, like, twisting the top of, you know, popping the cork on a champagne bottle. Just, ah. And
0: pain gone.
2: Pain gone. Pain gone.
0: I have no idea where the science is going to come out, but, like, I... I believe in this story. (laughs) Right. And, you know, it's
1: not just Sam. So when I looked up the medical literature on blue balls, I found a similar case report which was published Hmm. in the year 2000 in the Esteemed Journal of Pediatrics, which is the official Hmm. journal of the American Academy of Pediatrics. And in it, there's this description of a 14-year-old boy who goes to the hospital because the pain around his balls was so bad. And ultimately, the doctor who treats him is like, what do you know, kid? You've got blue balls. So these stories are very gripping, but they're super anecdotal, right? Right. Both the case report and Sam's description. So for me, I was still curious, like, how common is this? Could it really be real? I I still didn't know whether blue balls was a thing. And one way that scientists try to work this kind of thing out is by thinking through the mechanism. Like, that is, what is actually happening in the
0: balls of someone to make them hurt? Mm.
1: Do you have any ideas? You you mentioned spunk.
0: Yeah. I My only guess is that, is that your body gets ready and it's, like, creates a load to use in a minute and then it's, like, wait, wait, no, stand down. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that, I mean,
1: Sam said that is exactly what it felt like to him. Hmm. So this is what he said about why this might have
2: happened. To me, it felt like a massive load of semen just hanging out like a water balloon in your sack.
0: Yeah, you don't want that. <laughs> so could it be?
1: Could it, this is our next question. Could this be from a buildup of sperm? And to get to the bottom of this question – We need a scientist. We need this guy.
3: My name is Dr. Jamin Brombads. I'm a urologist and sexual wellness expert at Orlando Health right here in sunny Florida.
1: And Jamin is literally the perfect person to answer our blue balls questions because he sees hundreds of patients that have balls that hurt every year.
3: If you go to myballshurt.com, it goes to our website.
1: (laughs) Does it really?
3: Yeah, it does. Yeah.
1: So the kinds of patients he sees, I didn't know about all the things that could go wrong with testicles, but um, the kind of things he sees is, is this thing called testicular torsion. Have you heard of this? Hmm. Okay, so this is where your balls twist around a little and this can cut off the blood supply going to one of your balls. It can be incredibly painful. And if you don't see someone, you can actually end up losing your ball.
0: They just, you know, they seem really stressful to walk around with. External genitalia just seems like a bad idea to me.
1: I mean, I get it for the temperature and blah, blah, blah. But yeah. (laughs) So this testicular torsion, I told you about it uh, just so now you know. Mm -hmm. Um, It has nothing to do with blue balls. This is just the kind of stuff that Jamin sees. It's occupational hazards. Exactly. Exactly. So I talked to Jamin about this. Sperm build up blue balls theory. Um, and, and he was like, okay, there's this idea that sperm gets made in the testicles really, really quickly, but that's not true. Oh,
0: interesting. Okay.
1: So a few studies have estimated that it actually takes around two to two and a half months. Whoa. Right? To go from a baby sperm cell to <gasps> the tadpole-like sperm that you know and love.
3: Whoa. Whoa. So yes, it sounds like in theory that it's freshly made and it's stored there and then it comes out. But really what's being sent out may be like months old.
1: So I asked Jamin. Oh, so this idea that like as you're dry humping or making out is this... Feeling of it's all churning, it's happening, sperm's being created, and now it's ready to come out. No, it's not. Ah,
3: no, blue balls. No, it's it, this is not like this is not like Amazon Prime, you know, <laughs> delivery. No, it's. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and when Jamin thinks about his patients who really should have sperm building up, like guys who have trouble getting erections or ejaculating, but mm. their testicles are still making sperm, he says that often they don't have testicular pain, and that the sperm and other seminal fluids don't seem to build up. Like, instead, their body finds other ways to deal with it. Hmm. So, for example, in his patients, Jamin says that sometimes semen will kind of dribble out in their pee.
3: Yep, absolutely. Yep, they may see little white chunks or cruds. Uh, come out in their in their urine. Oh, but also a lot of young guys also get wet dreams. So that's when they may empty their pipes.
1: Okay, so so blue balls has nothing to do with the sperm building up.
3: Blue balls doesn't really have anything to do with sperm building up. No.
0: Okay, so that's debunk number one. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think we can be certain that this sperm build-up idea is kind of bogus because, you know, it takes a long time to make sperm and then your body stores it. Because it's like, it's not like a
0: bakery, it's like an Etsy store.
1: Exactly, exactly. I love science. (laughs) 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 Okay, so... I went searching for another explanation as to what on earth could cause Sam's pain and, I guess, anyone else who feels like they've experienced blue balls. Like, what else could be flowing down there? Is anything coming to your mind?
0: Well, I mean, there's blood, of course, and then... You can stop right there. All right. (laughs)
1: Blood. (laughs) So when guys get aroused, when anyone with testicles get aroused, um the blood rushes to the genitals, and and that's what makes penises go erect, uh, that they're getting filled with blood. Mm -hmm. Um, And Professor Carolyn Pical, who's at Queen's University in Ontario, Canada, told me that if the blood sticks around, then it it can get uncomfortable. So there's a huge pooling of blood in these areas, just then squishing on everything in there. I mean, if you take a look at internal anatomy of the male reproductive system – there there are muscles and tubes and coils and all sorts of things and everything, because of that, because of the blood pressure, because all the blood is being held in that area, everything just kind of gets kind of squished upon. Okay, so when you ejaculate, the body is like, all right, I don't need all this blood in my penis anymore, and the blood drains out so the penis gets all limp and wiggly again. But if you don't ejaculate under this theory... The blood might still leave the penis, but then stay in the testicles. And from what we know about basic anatomy, the penis and the testicles have different nerve and blood supplies. So it's totally possible that the penis would go limp, but blood would pool around the testicles. And as for why this might end up being painful, well, Carolyn says, think about it like a stuffy nose probably not like the sexiest analogy out there but you have you know you have mucus building up in your nose right and unless you blow your nose have an orgasm right like it's gonna build up build up build up and then you might get that head pain and sort of the face pain right yeah and the curious thing is, if you go online, you'll see this fancy medical term for blue balls, which is epididymal hypertension, suggesting that the blood is building in the blood vessels around this particular thing called the epididymis. And the epididymis, it kind of sits on top of the testicles. It's where sperm hangs out in
0: Have you heard of the epididymis? That word is familiar, and I assume it's from the times in anatomy class where I was like, hee hee, I'm going to look at genitalia today. (laughs) That's that's what we're doing today. (laughs) So can I show you this
1: photo? And late last night I was looking at the perfect epididymis photo to send you.
0: Okay. Oh. Your eyes lit up with excitement. (laughs) It reminds me of the way that, like, exposed tendon looks on meat. Oh yeah,
1: like a chicken. Like
0: a- yes, yeah, so, it like right. Yeah, it looks like what you pull out of the cavity of a chicken when you're making chicken. Yeah. So the epididymis
1: is like this long convoluted coil tube, and it's like a wormy suitcase that stores sperm. So all over the internet, you see this legit sounding medical term for blue balls, epididymal hypertension, suggesting that that is kind of ground zero for the blood building up and causing pain around the balls. Hmm. But here is what's weird. There's pretty much no record of this term, epididymal hypertension, in textbooks, or medical journals. Mm. So the World Health Organization has this, like, giant list of diseases. It's called the International Classification of Diseases, or the ICD. And it even has a chapter on conditions related to sexual health. But no epididymal hypertension. There's also no blue balls in there either. Hmm. From what I could gather, it just seems like this is something that some urologists called it and then it stuck. One urologist told us, quote, epididymal hypertension is entirely unproven, end quote. I'm so intrigued. And this takes us to this kind of wild thing about blue balls.
2: Crazy. It's, there's nothing, it's unprecedented. There's nothing like it in medicine.
1: Yeah. Just you wait. The science here is getting stranger and stranger. If you'd like to come to the final conclusion of this big blue balls mystery, you have to head over to our main feed and listen to our full episode. Just search for Science Versus in Spotify. That's Science VS and click on the link Blue Balls. You're wrong about them. And then jump to about 20 minutes in. Trust me, you won't regret it. I'm Wendy Zuckerman. Back to you next time.